some stories weren't meant to be told. As children, we experienced unexplainable haunting events that we would carry throughout our lives. We're going to tell you our stories. You're going to share your stories. Marvin and Marsha present Ghosts of Our Past. Hey guys, I'm Marvin Ambrosius. And I'm Marsha Ambrosius. And this is the first official episode of Ghosts of Our Past. Now this episode, yeah, I know, can you believe we're here, Marsh? Can you believe this is happening? No, I can't I, believe it, but here I we know, go. I know, it's the guys, the ones you saw the trailer, and I can't even imagine what was going through your minds when you saw the trailer and something like this coming from us. Now, this is the first episode, so we're going to give you a bit of backstory before going into the first episode, so you have an understanding of what all these episodes are going to be about. This yep. first episode is called The First Sighting. Now, just to paint a picture as you would have seen, this is 1981, Liverpool. I'm yeah. one years old. Marsha is three to four at this point. Yeah, right? about three, four. Yeah. So going back to, to Liverpool, 1981, a time when... I thought our dad was a member of Earth, Wind & Fire. Like, our, our household was full of music. Dad was in a band called Supercharged. Bass he had a bass, everywhere. he had a lead guitar, he had an amplifier. There was vinyl everywhere. So, to see Let's Groove, the video, was like mind-blowing magic to me. Like, let's groove to So I'm like, I'm amazed at watching this VHS tape of these guys that I'm sure that one there, Larry Dunn, That's my is, dad. Is, yeah, that's, that's my, my dad, dad for yeah. sure. And Pretty I'm like, sure. he's he's on TV. This is incredible. I know. So 1981, great time in life. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Time Bandits. Time Bandits, um, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. American Whale. Why, why were we watching that? Why are we? Yeah, I, let's I not know. even go there, yeah, exactly. Shout out to John, please. Um, American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Changed my life. Changed my entire life. Changed Michael <laughs> like, Jackson's. Changed, changed Michael Jackson's, Michael Jackson's life. Too. life. <laughs> 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 so, I remember being in our kitchen in Liverpool and being about four years old. And at four years old in Liverpool, the late night snack of our choice, Marvin, if you remember this, uh, cornflakes, Kellogg's cornflakes. You needed a bowl of beautiful ice cold milk over some yep. cornflakes. You have you used and to you have know, a lot of sugar. I don't know why you added sugar to that. Why you didn't just get? I have no place. idea, but I that's that understand. was probably the, the that's where the child obesity came into years later. <laughs> we'll get uh, into that. We'll get into that stuff after. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember sitting there and I'm at the kitchen table 
and it, I'm eating these cornflakes and by myself, mum and dad probably in the living room. You're a baby baby at this point. So yeah, you're in a crib knows somewhere. Who I am right now. And you're in a crib somewhere chilling. And I'm eating these cornflakes and it got really, really, really warm. Like out of nowhere, I could just feel the warmth like washing over me. Like I'm like, did someone turn the radiator or like what's happening? Was and it like a full was it like a full from back to front warmth or like a, a heat coming at you? A heat coming at me. So it's like, imagine the opposite of, all right, you know what it compares to? Remember when we went to Florida for the first time and we got off the plane? So when you get off the plane and you're in that tunnel and you're like, the humidity. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. who am I? That's what What happened. So we're talking about, exactly. exactly. So we're talking about cold Liverpool. It's like winter time. And that funnel tunnel of heat heat just hitting me. And I'm like, what is happening? So where we were at in our kitchen, it was like a picnic bench style kitchen table. So I'm on the bench and in the corner is a doorway leading to our backyard. And we were on the second floor. So there's like a stairwell outside. So our doorway, half of it was glass. So we're talking about what, four feet, three feet by three by two, something like that. So you're talking a huge space of glass not that you could see all the way through it. It was that shattered glass effect. So in ah. the UK, you know, in the UK, when you had those crazy, like, it, orange yeah, yeah. lights at night. So it looks really Oh, the, the blurring lights. where They were way too yeah. bright for nighttime. Way they they created bri- silhouettes of silhouettes you didn't want to see. I don't want to see that shadow. It's dumb. So, yeah, yeah that, too that much, shadow. Too much. So this orange haze is in the background. And I look at the window and there's this massive massive butterfly like it's huge like it it covered the entire glass give me give me like a give me a spectrum not in meters or feet just trying like give me a body, i'm talking body like i can't even get it in the camera so oh wow if i'm hit the doorway half the doorway was glass and that whole thing landed there and is just looking at me and remember I'm, the remember the film The Mothman Prophecies with Ben Affleck. Of course was I it like the was it was it was I, it I, like I, the size of those moths? Because that's how I imagined it in my head. I wasn't I wasn't scared of it like that. This wasn't a, a red eye ominous presence. It was just acknowledging me, acknowledging it. And some people are like, ah, oh, that's not a ghost. That's not supernatural or not. I took this as uh, an event. I took this yeah. as a sign in my four-year-old subconscious that stayed with me throughout my life. I would acknowledge butterflies as a sign of comfort and a sign of everything's going to be okay. It's above me. Whatever's going on is just above me. So I remember running to mum and dad's room and being like, mum, dad, there's, there's a butterfly. You know, I have my straight living uh, A butterfly? Like mum, there's a butterfly in the kitchen. <laughs> mum. Oh, there you are. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, they go to bed, Willie. Your brother's asleep. Shut up. Shut up. And you know, I probably so, was asleep as well because I was that child. Yeah. Man. I was so, asleep. I'm now that child that just eats cornflakes at night and then gets sent to bed. So, I'm sent to bed with this thought, this presence that just showed itself to me 
Or maybe there was a migration of huge butterflies in Liverpool that no one ever talked about yeah. on the news. And no one and had social media at the time to catch yeah, it. And so the cameras, didn't cameras have didn't have a fast shutter speed. There was no fast shutter speed cameras back then. It's or slow shutter speed, so you even, couldn't do that. Yeah. Even our dusty, remember our Polaroid? It would have been waiting yeah. for this thing going. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> it's done, it's done. It was over with. Couldn't, no, couldn't no. do it. So I'm like, I know, I know that this happened. And moving forward into getting to Camberwell and our parents separate. And I remember Auntie Berta lived about, what, a five minute walk away from us? Always. And Camberwell was butterfly walk. Yeah, which was crazy. I just remember feeling, first of all, we're young, but the separation anxiety because of how close our family were. We've got Nana Bess. Beryl, like we've got Aunt Dee Dee, we've got Nat, Warren, yeah. Helen, Jenny, every, every, Mark, everybody. And we left. And, and we left. Yeah. And we're trying shout, to... Shout out to mum and dad though. Like obviously like, they wanted to build something better. They wanted to do right. something better. And, and that was a big, that was a big jump. That was, was a big huge, jump. Huge, huge. Shout out to mum and dad. Like, and, so, and regardless of, regardless of the split, um, I do want to say to people as well, my, I didn't know my mum and dad weren't together until I was about six. And that's just because my dad <laughs> right. was around all yeah, the time and right. he, that's a testament to any fathers whose relationships aren't working out that's how a father's supposed to be and Facts. a mother's supposed to be so Facts. just putting it out there now man that's it's just like, right. we're lucky very lucky absolutely and um, for me being slightly older and understanding that dad wasn't gonna be there like okay you're putting me to bed at night but if i wake up in the middle of the night you're not gonna be there yeah. I had that because See, I was slightly I wasn't, older. I wasn't there yet. Yeah, I wasn't there so yet. I'm slightly older than you where my innocent level of understanding of what do you mean you've got to go, I don't know what that means. You wouldn't have had that just yet. No, but what I no. did have are these signs. I've got butterfly walk. And I remember the butterfly in Liverpool and I was like, everything's going to be okay. I don't know why I know this. I just do. So, without spoilers and going through all the stories that we did end up going through, it's what the end result of what that sign was significant for, for me. It's oh, yeah. Throughout my life, this butterfly, this, this butterfly, that my butterfly. first yep. tattoo, getting to Philadelphia, right in this song, in that same house, that haunted yeah. house, what year, fighting... What year? What year was that? Ninety four, ninety five. No, no, you were no ninety three. Yeah, ninety three, yeah, ninety four. Like yeah, ninety three, ninety three. Let's just call it ninety three. Yeah. No, that's say ninety three. Good year, five star camp. I'm writing five star camp year exactly. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Imagine I'm writing this song about a boy that lives in Camberwell, maybe, or his best friend lived on the same street that we did. We worked at McDonald's, and I've got this crush. And years later, I would write this song, Butterflies, that becomes a part of a demo of this chance that I took because of all of these signs. This one very significant thing that happened in my childhood that I just stayed with. I'm like, okay, this is my symbol of hope. This is my symbol of my, my fate, my dream, my destiny. I don't know where it's going to take me. Ultimately, it took me to working with the greatest of all time. The goat of the goat of music. The actual goat. So if yeah. I'm telling dad, and this is without, you know, going into the basketball history of things, it's like dad, 
I don't think I want to play basketball anymore. That injury that I suffered, I didn't think through not being able to play at any point. I didn't yeah. expect an injury. So when you do and you can't play, that was my biggest heartbreak. It wasn't my first boyfriend or we break up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so emotional. No, no. <laughs> it was basketball. I can't pick it up and I can't go play and I can't go shoot. And this is killing me. I so, remember. I was there when injury happened. I remember so, that day. So here's more goats. So Michael Jordan's come fly with me in your room in the haunted house, in the in second the apartment house. that we live. I had the American, uh, just to paint a picture, guys, I had an American VCR with a plug right. adapter that allowed me to watch movies and television <laughs> from shows from America. But bear in, in mind, I was me and Marsh were years ahead of British yeah. culture because we had American culture installed in our household. So that just to give you a little brief, we'll, we'll touch on it more, but we'll, we'll touch on that more later, but there's so much that yeah. goes on, but carry on. There's Marsh. so many things. So I write, if I was a bird at that point, I wrote, if I was a bird about me not being able to walk. If I was a bird, I'd fly away. Cause I couldn't, because you walk. Because <laughs> I tore ligaments and everyone's like, oh my God, this is so big. You got me caught in a starry eyed. Imagine me, hold on, I wish my ball was in here. This is me yeah. holding the basketball. I know. Like, you lied to me. You li People are literally listening to that song like a relationship, that motherfucker. It's like, you know, right. we're talking about no, Spooding messed us up. Spooding right, messed you I'm up. I'm literally talking to this ball like you ruined my Everything. dream what i thought this was going to be because i outlook as much as i respect basketball i thought i'd make the nba before i made the WNBA. and you know what i, I, I agree gonna... <laughs> i agree i'm not gonna lie i i, I pretty don't much gas, was don't gas me up you know we've got the shoot way in the back but yeah. with all that said all of these things are happening in these same spaces because of this one thing yeah this th this butterfly that said marsh you, you're good Guess what? This was so destined for me before this was even destined for anything that yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm just like, what a sigh of relief. I couldn't see this coming as a four-year-old, nope. but I no welcomed way. I welcomed it. I, mm. I acknowledged it. And I feel like the ones that don't are the ones that ultimately re regret. Like, I should have just admitted that that's what that was when I saw it. But I guess it, signs you know, are a funny thing. Signs are weird because sometimes signs appear to you in negative in a negative context. Yeah. And they sometimes they appear to you so obvious that they're not obvious. But right. I think I think I think acting on things that you feel that are gonna better you or I always say in fitness and in life, if you keep comfortable, you have to make yourself uncomfortable to get comfortable. Right. And I, I think a lot I of the agree. situations we're gonna talk about there's a lot of things that right now I'll be honest that we're going to talk about as an adult I couldn't I couldn't like I'm just going to say the cupboard in my mother's bedroom oh, that's hell. another episode but what I'm going to talk about is <laughs> if you ask me to do that now it wouldn't oh, happen but, right. the, but the Goonies the, the Goonies courage as a child the Goonies yeah. courage I call it and the adventurer as a child of belief in wanting something more there's a different level of fear there but that, that's what we're talking about I agree with that, and um, it's that it's that whole point of I'm a kid. I don't really have a choice in this matter. I kind of just have to do it. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? Move out? I'm twelve. 
Like, yeah, exactly. I don't have a choice. So I feel like you're right. It was literally the Goonies. It was I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna challenge these things head on, put them aside when need be. But here we are years later, and I still to this day have very uncomfortable dreams about that house. Like I yeah. it, it's weird because when we were there, like you said, we had some of the happiest times in our lives that childhood wouldn't trade it for anything but there's this thing that we've kind of pushed aside and buried deep down i believe since we've been having these conversations it's just that when i'm in the dream i know i'm there and i don't want to be like oh yeah the other the other day um i'm laying there and i get in this dream that's how i call it because I'm, I'm i mine are just straight movies at this yeah. point I'm in this dream and I know I'm there and I'm I, I'm like oh, get me out of it and I'm yeah. scream on the inside I'm screaming to the point where now Des can actually hear me and he's shaking me to wake up to wake me up out of it but I'm actually yelling for him to get me out of it because yeah, I couldn't exactly. get out of it myself deep, you're deep in it and like a deep deep I would dream. call mum and I would tell her and I was like I, I really have uncomfortable dreams about that space. It's like, I should be happy to go back there. Like, oh, I loved this place when I was like, no, maybe no, I really, I, really didn't. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't. and I feel exactly the same way. As much as I'm like, why is it that, I said this to you the other day when we were thinking of doing this podcast, I said, why is it that as happy as the memories I have in the house, why am I scared to go in? That's, that's just, I'm a grown ass man. Like what the hell happened to me? So, why yeah. why would a fear come over us to where I'm like, I don't know if I could go into mum's bedroom, her old bedroom, because oh, yeah. I'm I, worried. I can't see me like, walking in because there's the one that was on the second floor. I think I'd be okay going in there. Like my tenth birthday, the Nyla yeah. album cover. So my Nyla album cover is me. I must be about eight or nine. I'm standing in front of the fireplace, and that's that house. That was the first one where I had. I think my craziest experience for me, but that's yeah. a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah. we'll go, that. we'll go. That's another but episode. Right? Check it out. When we got into the other one, it would take a lot for me to do a walkthrough. Like, all right, let's go to the kitchen. And I'll remember the grand, that piano right there, the upright that we had. And I'll remember that bathroom. I'll remember the hallway leading to the dining room. Remember the glass tables? And oh, yeah, the lovely like, glass table. Kind of looked like Caroline's bed in Poltergeist and yeah, chairs, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were bad chairs. I tried not, I tried not <laughs> to admit that to myself for years. <laughs> I did look like that. Can we get into the little shop of horrors plant that lived in there? It was alive. Yeah, I don't know if that's a whole episode, the plant, but just to give you a little bit of... Yeah, we can't... Yeah, just to give I you a little backstory, guys. We had this plant and <laughs> my mum said she got it from this shop. It was really tall. It was probably about maybe five foot. I'm not Why even kidding. Why can I see the opening of the little shop of horrors where he sees it sitting there? Oh, that's so yeah, cute. It's so cute. Like, <laughs> he's got your number now. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> this, this plant used to just move. So just imagine like a plant here. It would just go. It's like and it, it turned. Would do that, and it this. turned and moved. <laughs> and it kept on moving. So one day I said to mum, why does it do this? She said, oh, when you feed it, it's obviously plants are alive. And I went, okay, cool. Plants are alive. Now, if plants are Make, so alive, why sense. is it to this day? Why is it to this day? I've never seen a plant do this. So never. I've seen many plants. I've no, I've asked people that have got big plants. Said, "Does your plant move?" They said, "Why would it move?" I'm like, "Our plant just went," <laughs> yeah, and then I'll be watching a movie and it just go, 
and to this day i'm i'm pretty creeped out like i'm just like if i had a plant because right now, now you're like well, yeah. what the hell was that <laughs> why yeah, did i don't we get have it that? Yeah, I'm, so I'm creeped out now. I, I I've got like yeah, chills now. Yeah, thinking about because it's that house. The second one, first one, I, I can I can deal with because I feel like I have happier memories in there. Make way younger memories, but my tenth birthday is classic. Fire, it's all time. Fire. Run DMC, Hopefully we'll get some clips. Hopefully we'll get some yeah, clips. We'll, we'll, we'll get together. some clips on here. We'll get some clips on here just but, so you guys can see some of the great times that we had. The, me- the, the beautiful good memories that we do have of that space, I'll cherish them. But there is the but. There is this. There are things that we went through that I'm glad that we're able to have these conversations now. And the fact that you FaceTimed me the other day and just happened to be picking up Tay Tay from Auntie Beata's, and you did say, you know what? I'm here. Let me just do a drive by. And that was probably the push that we needed to say, all right, we're doing this podcast because it wasn't just a sign. It yeah. was giving me factual backup information on something that I hadn't thought about in 35 years of my life. So yeah. the fact that I was actually told that something was real from complete strangers, that's yeah. all I'm saying. So get ready for those eps. It's about to get real. Too real. And um, I'm, I'm excited. But at the same time, a little, little terrified because even mm. us talking about it before we even, you know, start recording and we want to talk to other people about this, I'm remembering stuff now that I haven't thought about in years. One side, like, one side, it's coming buried. back over here now. To the point yeah. where I had to, um, I sat down with with my husband. I sat down with Des, and I was like, babe. Um, gonna do this thing with Marvin yeah? and he's like yeah so I showed him the trailer and he remembers when I shot that for something completely yeah. separate and I was like but now this makes sense because this is something that I've said publicly I think I did an interview with um with Questlove and yeah. I mentioned it we gotta dig that up as well yeah we I was like I've mentioned my haunted house in many an interview and everyone's like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great hilarious uh, Play Say Yes, <laughs> one more time. Play Butterflies, yeah. one more time. Play Far Away, <laughs> one more time. Play Nights, Early Mornings, and what, what, what haunted house? <laughs> like, no one further elaborates on that part. And the fact that we're making the decision to actually do it is courageous on both of our parts. And Marv, I've said to you over the, the past couple of days where we've decided to just get down and really, really, really handle this for ourselves, is just be prepared for this Pandora's box that we've had tucked yeah. for 30 plus years. Um, it's about to get opened. It's, it's, it's opened in a sense where we'll discover things about that past that maybe we don't really want to. And I'm, yeah. I'm preparing myself, only because of what happened five days ago has absolutely validated why we're doing this. Even without that part, bottom line is we went through that. We yeah. did. You and that's I, our, brother and sister, our experience, our experience, and even within our own comp- like comfort zone and inner circle, and that's our family. We've all got our stories collectively, which will bring oh, yes. in. I'm gonna which call will, a cu- I'm calling a cousin or two. Like, yo, remember the time when and. Yeah. 
they're shared experiences. So I can understand if I was coming to you like Marv, um, <clears throat> when I was a kid uh, and I see dead people. And you're like, yeah. really? Like, really? <laughs> it was never really. It was like, no, fam, me too, fam. And um, yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, man, you remember that tattoo I got? But, you know why. <laughs> but the, re- the relief of it all is, oh my God, I wasn't crazy. For mum to hear this, for mum to move away from Liverpool, from, from family, to separating, to, to handling business as the sole parent. Yes, dad was there for us, but we're talking about a young black woman yes. making her mark, trying to support her family, trying to get everything right, and having to deal with this haunted house that she didn't <laughs> want to scare her kids with. But go and, and just kind of like letting us get on with it and creating great memories for us not to see it as anything bad. Exactly. And the bottom line yeah. is at no point was it negative. Was it overbearing and a little heavy? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Dark and evil. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. not. Maybe not. We don't know if it was sinister. We don't know. Yeah, but what, I, what I do know is that I, I was never alone. I yeah. do know that. Absolutely. Never, at any point. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, we. I know we, it's we, just like I sleep like a baby just to let you guys know now. Like I literally like I'm out. First like, of all, like, <laughs> I'm 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 a whole other person when it comes to sleep. I think when oh, I moved yeah. to when I moved to the states, and that's another separation thing. Yeah. And I 2000. get to Philly. We get to Atlanta, but when I got to Philly. There was this statue of this Native American Indian on the I end of that. Market Street. You Market remember Street, like, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, 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 And it, exactly. remind, it reminded me of Dad. And Dad. I was like, I can stay here. Then, yeah. then I met Yamin. Yamin, that, that introduced us to Shout out Yamin. Right, but then introduced us to Jay Irving, the son of Julius Dr. Irving, <laughs> who Dad coached with in 84 at summer camp. So all these signs, I'm like, Come thank on. you, butterfly. Thank you, butterfly. Exactly. Thank you, butterfly. Yeah. Andre Harris, who does long walk and the way with Jill. And I'm like, production wise, maybe I needed to wait all this time to actually create this song the way I wanted to. And then I meet him. Then we do that. that and then you do that as, as, as much as uh, more things as well. There's God knows how many songs are there. Do you know what it was, Marv? Darren Henson. Who produced, my, 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 who, my twin. My other your twin. twin. Yeah, for those that don't know, shout out Darren Henson. Like, there was an ongoing joke for about a year and a half in Philadelphia about a twin brother that I'd never met before. (laughs) And the scariest thing was when we met in person, it was was weird. (laughs) I don't think I'd ever met someone and felt like, this dude looks just like me like to the point where how could we not be related? And and even scarier, guess what his girlfriend's name was? Oh, Marvina. Yeah. Yeah, Marvina. How was his girlfriend's name Marvina? Now, if you're telling me the world works in weird ways, it just that, does. Like, you, so, you've got to just you've got to just accept it at this point and go. Do you know what? It like, solidified. I'm rolling the, with right, it. Right. It solidified the comfort level of me going, Mum, I'm okay with not coming home. I feel like this is my destiny and it's going to work out. You're just going to have to deal with it. I promise you, I'll hit you back in a week or so. Click. The flow to yeah. demo is done. It's been sent out, and I feel like we're gonna get a deal. Click. Uh, actually, Michael Jackson wants to do butterfly. Do that. Click. I know. Click. It just kept. It going. just kept going. All because of this. Going. 
one magnificent sign of a giant butterfly that looked at oh. me through the window and says, you're going to be good. <laughs> you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. In my head, I don't know why it was American. Just a little bit, Marshall. You're going to be amazing. No, don't you even dare. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> Butterfly. <laughs> But you know what? Um, butterfly <laughs> Walk, right now on Butterfly Walk, shout out to Cambor. They've always had a mural um, of painted butterflies underneath yeah. that bridge ever since. And there's a giant yellow butterfly there now, um, which to them, they have no clue about this story. So I hope someone from that community we can reach out to and say to them, this is a story. And that's what's part of our journey now and a part of our makeup of who we are. And I think that's what this first episode is about, guys, is about looking, digging down deep into your past, your childhood and picking out the great things and picking out the things you don't want to think about. But also knowing that those things is what ultimately made you into the person you are today. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And it's... um... It's incredible now to see the world in the state that it is. And even during a, an apocalypse, mm. I could still think about this and go, you know, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it. The journey to get to this point, the fact that we're FaceTiming, I now live with my husband and my daughter in Vegas somewhere. You're still in the UK, mum, still moved. Back to Liverpool. Move back to Liverpool. still on that street from yeah. all them years ago in Camberwell. And last year, I was so happy to come back and just walk around and kind yeah. of kind of do the walk that we would normally do. The when, everyday when, walk. When that pub used to be open, when George's Chippy was right Chippy there. Chippy shop, walk past when, Sacred Heart. Yes, Then getting Heart, down straight to Camberwell, to the McDonald's, to where Champions Shoe used Stop to used in. to be. So do you realise, remember the church that was underneath the shortcut to get to Matthew's house or to go back yeah. to our house? Yeah, we yeah. go into that church and get the holy water and bless every, um, and then every walk time out. we do you, pass. Do you remember that, Marsh? That, that's quite. Oh my god! You just, I'm I, just oh shit! That. Oh shit! Sorry. Do you know what? I am not kidding you. Until you just said that just then, I never thought of that. Because remember, do you know where that stemmed from? At sorry for spitting. At primary school, remember they didn't allow us to go and get the bread or get yeah. the wine because we weren't on the we weren't Christians. Right. So basically, we were like, oh, well, you can just walk into this church and do that. So we were like, all right, we need this. So we used to just walk in there and go like that with it ourselves, bite it and then leave. Who does that? Who the hell does that? Marv, I'm only just, re- and we were, oh I'm talking God. young, young when we did this without our parents. I've only just remembered that. Holy mo, this is exactly what this is going to do. It's See? Gonna <laughs> oh my It's gosh. just going to promote stuff like, and I got like early, oh man. So the fact that this is without pushing our agenda of what we believe in because at the time we're at a church of england school where on paper your parents had to sign off you actually being a part of that religion even though we we went to church before we went to school so saint john the divine we went to that church before we even started class they would take the whole school we would walk over there do service and then come back that was (laughs) i just started singing the songs in my head oh my (laughs) mom Mom, which one are you singing though (laughs) Because if you're singing the same one as me, I'm gonna no do it, oh, wait, do it, wait, wait, say wait, it. Wait, wait. They come from the glory. <laughs> they come from the glory. Believers, oh yes, believers. Mom, 
I'm why? Like, but I'm like, why hey, did we go like we used to go? We come from the glory, blood, blood. We come from the glorious kingdom. Why did it turn into like a ragathon sound clash? Listen, because it's a culture thing. We it was, was, man. We were so... Oh, God, I got tears out of my eyes on that I one. Swear. That was hilarious. We were so hilarious. black at the it same was. time. Like, where people have to understand, us coming from Liverpool, we were surrounded by people who looked exactly like us. But when we say exactly like us, mum's dad is as dark-skinned as Cole. From yeah. Nana to being a little darker than me. Everybody was yeah. black in Liverpool to me, though. What's his name? Jordan's yeah. first girlfriend who had blonde hair. She was black. She was black, yeah, exactly. You couldn't, so and it was I, like you just I, knew she was. We didn't do a distinguishable difference until we got to London, and it was like, oh, you're light skin, or your mum's yeah. got to be white, and hey, all of these other things. You're like, like, whoa, I didn't like, what's even, going on I here? didn't even know this thing. Well, well, your eyes I didn't know good. I was different. I, I thought we were the same. I didn't know. I was like, and then no, I got, I got told quickly that you ain't black. You ain't black. That's a whole other story, but that was that was like a whole weird introduction. So imagine to, to coming London. to London with all of these things, and you're like. What do what? you know about black? My dad's afro is 14 inches picked out yeah. for sure. Same with exactly. mum's. And I, yeah. Oh, there's too many things I'm thinking about I know, now. Because people know, from, um, it was either Charles Overbrook or St. John's, and they called that number, and they were call, calling mum all types of like, you white bee, like swearing, like, but referred to her as a white woman. So all derogatory yeah. terms, but... Referencing, referencing her as a white woman. So I remember coming back and mum's vexed at me, like vexed. I was like, mum, first of all, they probably just went in the office, got our number, and clearly they do not know me. Yeah. Because if they did, you're as black as, black yeah, as exactly. they can be. Like, you're you are a than, black you're darker, woman. You're, you're darker than both of us. You look just like Angela Davis. You're, yeah, like, you're, <laughs> you're a black woman. So I was like, these were not my friends, mum. And I remember her being so upset. So but upset. outside of that... Yeah. And me wanting to take accountability for some type of blame for it. Imagine how that really made my mum feel, though. Yes, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's sad, man. How does my mum feel? Like, how could you? I'm what's... thinking about how I feel now. Like, that, that really hurt, cuts me, man. As a, nice. par- as a parent, someone's gone out of their way. I've stuff with the kids now, but not that bad. But it was, right, it wasn't but as, bad as, as a that. parent, it's like you're coming out of... It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird to look at it now. I'm like, outside of myself going... My mum still had to endure things like that. And here we are, 2020, yeah. and it's still some well, that, shit. Well, that is, I'd say, essentially what Ghosts of Our Past is about. And we, we're we going to be having many episodes just like this, guys. Um, we're going to wrap this one up um, because me and Marsh tend to go on a, a tangent and we will actually talk for probably four or five hours. We have a lot of material here. A lot of stories. Um, Too many stories, actually, but that's why we're going to be doing this again on episode two um, in a couple of weeks, which you'll have. Um, Share this. Make sure that you follow all the social media channels, Ghosts of Our Past UK on Instagram and also the community on Facebook, as well as our YouTube channel. Um, Thank you so much for coming on this podcast with us and listening to our journey. Be free and be safe and share your stories with us, please. I'd just like to say one thing. Well, the lady in white. That will be an episode to remember and get ready, guys. It's about to get 
real. See you soon. Goop goop.